Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Today, we have the replay from this past Sunday night's live call-in show. That was Sunday night, April 30th, 2023. And Scotty G is back from Washington, D.C. We take your calls for the next hour. We talk about the news of the week, and we get into a story that was going around the internet this past week about a lady, an influencer who just said that Walt Disney World is the biggest scam going, and she spent so much money, $800 on lightsabers, so much money on popcorn and snacks and individual lightning lanes and Genie Plus. And we talk about why that kind of news and those kind of sensational stories are just kind of bad for all of us as Disney fans and what we can do about that. We also get some great calls about a guest who was at Walt Disney World the day the resorts shut down for COVID and how something incredibly magical happened to their family. We get another call here from Moscow Mills, Missouri, with a review of the new Little Mermaid rooms over at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, a glowing review at that. We talk about that, and Pickleball comes to Walt Disney World. We have a discussion there with Wade up in Nebraska. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all of your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, April 30th, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday night to you or happy Thursday if you're checking out the replay here on the feed. And if you are, join us this next Sunday night and be a part of the live action because we have a good time before we actually start the show and hit record. We talk maraschino cherries we play name that college town and have a good time so you can join us and get in that chat and have a good time with us we love it but tonight we're going to be talking disney and having fun and taking your calls in just a second at 407-413-9395 but joining me he's back from his trip to washington dc to the nation's capital to check out all those monuments and exhibits we have your friend of mine scotty g scotty g what's going on happy sunday Happy Sunday, Mike. I love the name that college town. That could be a fun game to could play be. on the podcast cruise. <laughs> yeah, I, like. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> With like all the, you know, people are going to be from all over the country, you know, like we play like name that college town or wear your college shirt. I like that idea too for, I will. for a little thing. But yeah, happy to be back. Washington, D.C. was awesome. Sorry to leave you hanging last week, but uh, I was at Reagan Airport on my way back about right when the show started. So that was going to be really impossible for me to join. But Looks like you had a good show. You had some good calls, right? Yeah, we did. And actually, I, I, I looked and you were at the airport as the show was going on. Because I thought about calling you, but then we had so many great calls. I didn't need to. So I was, yeah. you know, I thought, well, if we have I was to. trying a half smoke at the time, which is like, so DC really isn't known for like signature foods, but there's this thing called a half smoke. It's like half sausage, half pork kind of thing. Like, and they put a bunch of coney sauce on it. It was actually really good. I liked it. Um, so highly recommend a half smoke from Ben's Chili Bowl. Dude, I'm there. Then see, now you were talking about all the museums, but now you're speaking my love language. Now, now I got you. Yes, <laughs> with the okay, now southwest.com. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Ben's Chili Bowl. That's the original place. So um, you got to get there. I mean, the Reagan Airport isn't the original location, obviously, but still Ben's. You know, so. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. All right. So we before go. we jump in, and I got, I got a couple of stories that I think you're going to get the phone lines lit up here in just a second, but... Something happened today, and I do want to have this conversation with you. It's not Disney-related, but I have on my Cardinal gear today, and I wanted to just bring this up because I think Scott's a good person to have this this discussion with. We're kind of like brothers from another mother, and I think our podcast family can relate to a situation like this. So earlier today, we found out, you, know, you guys all know, and I mean, I've not hid this for the last 15 years plus that we've done this show. I'm a huge Cardinal fan. I mean, I, I've rubbed it in the faces of Cubs fans. Wade, sorry. You guys are killing us this year. I know we're terrible as a baseball team this year. I mean, 
a little league team could beat the St. Louis Cardinals right now. We can't even throw strikes. We can't get anybody out. We can't get hits. We are the worst team. I think since I've been alive right now, I'm just saying, but forget that. I'm still always going to be a Cardinals fan. One of the things that that has made me fall in love with, with the game of baseball. And I think that one thing, and I've talked about this on Mike in the Midwest slightly, if you ever listen to the Patreon shows is that being a St. Louisan means that, the Cardinals are an essential part of your life. It really is because we've had two football teams come and go and we felt like the, the, you know, the NBA has had a team here. It's left the blues. We like the blues. You know, we're a blues we're, we love our blues, but I mean, we are a baseball town because people say, Oh, we're a baseball town. We can't, we can't, you know, take a football team. That's why they left. We can't support. We can, but that's our thing. And we're very proud of our Cardinals. Because we have a huge Cardinal fan base because for at one point we were the furthest West team and we were the furthest South team. So we have a lot of fans in Arkansas, you know, out West and stuff. Anyway, long story short, I grew up listening to Cardinal baseball on an AM radio that my grandpa gave me because it was one of the first gifts I got. And it was just a used radio he had out in his garage. I remember it. It had a little analog clock on it. And it was so cool that my grandpa gave me a radio that I could listen to in my room. This was when I was probably like five or six and everybody in my neighborhood, every kid. Cause again, I, I'm 10 years older than you, Scott. So, you know, a little bit of generational difference here, but you know, we only had three or four TV channels. You know, we didn't have cable. We got cable when I was like in, I guess like 10 or 11, but we only had basic channels. But before that, we didn't have a lot of TV and I would listen to the Cardinals game every night. Cause we didn't have a ton of money, but you could afford an AM. Everybody could afford an AM radio. And we had the radio station KMOX big 50,000 watt station that covered all the way down to Cuba at night, all the way out to the West coast is a huge station. And every night of my childhood and, you know, we'd come home from church on Sundays and, you know, as I thought about my childhood and, you know, being a little child and also like being a teenager, being my f- beginning teaching years, all through my teaching career, even up to the last year, you know, we had, you, you could tune in, you could hear Mike Shannon, who was one of the announcers for the St. Louis Cardinals. Jack Buck was his, was his partner for quite a few years, you know, too. And that was the soundtrack of my childhood. And we lost Mr. Buck, Jack Buck. I believe it was in 2003 because I remember when I got the news that I just broke down. I was, I was teaching at space camp at the time. It was my first summer there because I taught there for two summers. And I just remember it was the first time the Cardinals had ever played the Angels. So the irony in that, the Cardinals were playing the Angels and Jack Buck passed away that day from Parkinson's. And I just remember that I wasn't in St. Louis and it hurt so bad that, you know, I felt like I lost a grandpa because the thing was I never met Jack Buck and Mike Shannon passed away late last night. And we got the news just this about, you know, early afternoon today. And I broke down a little bit today about that as well. And I never met Mike Shannon, but I listened to him call baseball and not just call baseball, but have conversations with St. Louisans over the air for my entire life. He started calling games in 71. I was born in 73. So for my, for my entire life, he's been calling baseball games. And it was one of those things like in the summer from April till into September, wherever you were going in your car, you listened to Mike and Jack. And then once Jack passed away, you still listened to Mike with a couple of other guys. And it, 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 it kind of, you know, it, I broke down a little bit this afternoon. It kind of hurt. I feel like I lost a grandpa a second time. And it's one of those things that is really weird how you have a relationship, a one-sided relationship. He doesn't know who Mike Rallman is at all, but I appreciated him because he was a true St. Louis and he grew up in St. Louis. He went to high school in St. Louis. He was a quarterback for the Mizzou Tigers for one year before he went professional baseball. He was a two-time World Series player for the Cardinals. Um, hit the first home run in Bush Stadium. The second one hit the last one in the first Bush Stadium. I mean, just a and, and he was just a just a good guy. I mean, he was like a St. Louis and through and through, like he would drink beer like nobody's business, but this is a beer town. Like, and I mean, I was, you know, I was grew up Baptist. I didn't, you didn't drink. I mean, like my grandpa, you know, would not like that, but it was one of those things. Like I didn't care. He was such a cool guy. He's always telling stories. He didn't, one of the things I heard somebody say today was that he didn't call the game. He had a conversation with the, with the fans. So I thought that was the greatest thing ever. He didn't just call a baseball game. He would have a conversation with the fans and he was always on the fan side. He would get you excited because there goes another souvenir into the crowd. You know, he wanted, he saw it from a fan's perspective. So as we're, you know, just real quick, because I know we got to get into Disney. I got the Cardinal stuff in, dedicate tonight's show to Mr. Mike Shannon. He was the greatest, the moon man, number 18 for the Cardinals. He brought me literally decades of joy calling baseball games and we're going to miss him. He was awesome. So I know you guys have had some great 
Didn't you have Al Kaline up in uh, Detroit? So Al Kaline was out. He did some broadcasting, but Ernie Harwell is like the legend for for Tigers baseball. I mean, he did some like World Series even back like that weren't Detroit related. So he was like our guy, Ernie Harwell. And it was, I didn't get to experience it that so much because like, I mean, that's how old he was. He was doing 68 World Series. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how old like Ernie Harwell was. But um, but yeah, he was just a legend and all, you know, Detroit fans love him. And yeah, you, you relate to that. Like, cause I used to listen to the radio games all the time or like on TV and they become your family, especially with baseball, because they're there like five, six days a week coming, coming mm-hmm. through your house, you know, yeah. like they're like a, a great friend at that point. And I worry sometimes about like the state of like broadcasting. Cause like, it is an art, like it is a it great is. skill to have it to is. like be able to call a game, whether it's whatever you're broadcasting, it doesn't have to be baseball, it could be a basketball game or even a non-sports thing. And I worry about like the future of that. Like, are we going to come up, find these other legends? Cause these legends are going away, but I know they're, they're up and coming. We're going to have some more in the future, but it is heartbreaking when you lose a friend. Like I like, I like the way you worded mm-hmm. it. Like he never knew who you were, but you definitely knew who he was and he had an impact on your life. Yeah. I and mean, baseball is one of those things like it's such a slow paced game I mean, they're speeding it up with the you know, changes and stuff, but you know, you just got to tell stories. And every Saturday night, he would do a show called Live at Shannon's where he'd take players. You know, Tommy Lasorda would go over when the Dodgers were in town and they'd tell stories about the old days. They'd be hilarious because they'd, they'd just go over to it because he had a restaurant. And they'd go across the street and just drink and go on the air for like two more hours after the games. It was right. wild. But it was just one of those things. So we're going to miss them. And it's just one of those things. You know, I, I hope that, you know, what we do brings you know, a millimeter of joy into your life as to what he brought, he has brought into mine over the past 40 years. You know, I just hope that we can have a kind of relationship. Even if I've never got to meet you, Scott's never got to meet you, Ram, uh, Ricky, Pam, Ram. Uh, you know, if we've never got to meet you, at least hopefully you see, you know, we are friends, you know, maybe, and hopefully we get to meet, you know, that'd be my joy. But, you know, like Vince, that's Scully, my favorite like, thing. Like, I mean, I know, like, I'm like the fourth wheel here. Like, I'm not, I'm not an OG, but like, I love it when I'm in the parks and like someone recognizes me, like, and you know this too, because you used to tell me that early on in the day, like it would, how I'd embarrass Mallory or whatever, yeah. you know, like, and I just love that for like Emily, <laughs> like, or Elizabeth, they're like, oh my gosh, not again. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but now, now it happens all the time. Like, it's cool. Though. I get it's, disappointed almost when it doesn't happen. I know. I know. It's the greatest honor. It's so cool. Anyway, so we're going to talk Disney, I promise. So here's one of the stories I want to talk about tonight. I don't know if you saw this, Scott, but there's this story going around that is just people got people hot under the collar. And it's this influencer from TikTok. Now, I'm not on TikTok, but of course, it's it's spread over to Instagram. It's spread over to Twitter, which I'm, I'm on those two. And this lady who is I've, somebody did some digging. Uh, Mary Jo Collins, I saw, I think, did the digging. And she's like a, a high end influencer. OK, so there you go. This is kind of where this is all going. But she did a she did a, a TikTok story about how Disney World is the she called like Disney World's the biggest scam. Did you see that? I, I saw some of this. That has something to do with like Hollywood Studios and like how yes, much it costs. about like how much head. everything costs. So how, okay, so basically she talks about how she t- I think it was like she had a family of six or eight, right? She had she had like six kids or six total or something. I mean, it, was, it was a larger family, which you know we all have big you know some people have big families, no big deal, but like. They went to the most expensive character meal and then they, they, they bought like they had $800 worth of lightsabers. Then immediately after having character meals, they bought like every kid, a bucket of popcorn and candy and, you know, genie plus and individual lightning lanes, you know, when, when the crowds were crazy, you know, she was writing this obviously for clickbait, but it's one of those things that just enrages me because it gets everybody fired up. And I mean, the person who doesn't know, is going to buy this and it's, you know, it, it you know, it, I guess it's their fault for not knowing, but it just, it just, I, I don't respond to it. I ignore it. And and I try not to even click on it. You know, I clicked on it once and I won't click on it again. Cause I don't want to give it attention, but that yeah. kind of stuff just, it just drives me nuts because she's getting what she wants. We're talking about it right now, but I just, that kind of stuff just drives me wild because that is what's wrong because she did everything in her power to, to fill her agenda. You know, that was an agenda. It, it fires me up. And I know like, so you work at home now and your coworkers are all, you know, Disney travel agents. So but where this really fires me up is when I'm in the office and I got coworkers that aren't Disney people, but they see it, right? They're, they're the ones that see this and they're like, oh, Scott, I can't believe like you should have seen this article that I read about how expensive Walt Disney World is. And like, I can't believe how often you go and like, you must be like a, 
<laughs> you know, then they think like I'm like super like rich. Yeah, your daddy like, Warbucks got Gardner. This is the exact because I'm having the exact same experience that they saw on TikTok or whatever. Like that's where like it frustrates me the most because like then I have friends and family that think like this is what I do when I go to Walt Disney World, and then I had to explain to them, no, this isn't how it works, and you know, blah blah blah. This is what happened in that video, and I'm with you, Mike. It is really, really frustrating when like a general someone that doesn't know really know what they're doing like a non-disney fan sees that and then they're just going to assume that disney is the most ridiculous expensive place there is and it can be but you don't have to make it that way no anything can be anything can happen anywhere 100 you know like going to the cardinals game right i can if i wanted to there's there's seats right behind the plate at, at bush stadium they're called the green seats i mean I'm, they're probably called something else we've called them the green seats ever since because yeah. i've never sat in them but they're those seats that are right directly behind home plate where like a waiter comes out and like it's unlimited food drinks everything but the waiter comes to your seat like you see them come out during the game i could sit there but you know what i'll wait till like on tuesday when they have seven dollar seats up in the you know up in the top row and you know i still could see the same dang game you know i'll still see otani yeah. when he's in town if i want to for seven bucks instead of 500 it's it, yeah. that just enrages me because she got what she wanted she got her clicks, she got her conversation but god like it just i mean it, it's just it, to say it's a scam because i mean she's implying that that's how you have to do it you know like you can but she's making it like oh you have to I mean, you don't have to, get, you could bring in snacks. I, I want to like almost do a video. I almost want to fly an down opposite, there and do a vid- an opposite video. Like all star yeah. sports going to Hollywood studios and because I could yeah. have just as much fun as she had, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, building a droid or building a droid and building a lightsaber. That's all fun, but you could still have a great day at the studios without doing that. Okay. We have a call. Let's Eric's coming in from Connecticut. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Eric, thanks for joining us. What's going on? Hi, how are you? Doing great. So, how, uh, go ahead. About, hold on, I have a kind of a poor signal. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You sound great. Okay, great. I, you sound good now, too. Okay, so your discussion about the TikTok videos and all that stuff, um, I wanted to direct this kind of idea in another direction here. I Right now, the state of Disney news sites is kind of a mess. There's a lot, a lot of negativity a lot of talk about expense, even the ones that used to be really, really good and positive. I turn on and I look at YouTube and it's like, these are the worst things about Disney right now, or here are five mistakes you should never make. Where do you go for good news? What are your, your go-to sites that are honest, straightforward, and positive that, you, that people can go without having sensationalism that this major thing is missing from Main Street, it turns out, that they remove the caramel apples for refurbishment. No, I, I a hundred percent get you. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you because I could, I, and I'm not going to name names, but there's one that's no, not, no, neither am I. I, 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 I I'm not. There's one. I mean, that, that we all know that is just sensational beyond yeah. sensational. Right. I mean, they only do <laughs> sensational clickbaity stuff. And like, I get, oh, I want to click on it so bad sometimes because it is so, it makes me so fired up, but I don't. You know, I'm like, I, nope, don't do it. But, but I, I just I, know but, that Disney disrespects the truth is about the walking path by shades of green being removed or something like that. Right, right. And there's yeah. one that was, in my opinion, this is all my opinion and everybody's got different opinions, that I think five years ago under a previous regime was a very good source for information. Now it's getting mm-hmm. very close to this other one that I just mentioned. It's very clickbaity. It's there's some good stuff sometimes, yeah. but about 50% of the stuff's clickbaity now too. And I, I don't know, Scott, how do you so fall on this? I, I we're, and I, to be honest, I mean, I'm not trying to plug Ricky, but Ricky only plug the Ricky never has sensational stuff because Ricky only, I'll be honest on the stuff on the mouse for less. She only gets it from the Disney. Uh, there's actually a Disney puts out things to bloggers that are just like, just the, it's like a newsfeed. Mm-hmm. And that's all Ricky puts out there. She doesn't put any rumors, speculations, any of that stuff. And so, like, right. I mean, she, but her stuff's super boring, right? It's just like the official, na- you know, dates for the sure. Halloween party. And it picks, There's I'm looking at it right now. Like yeah. Dropping a rumor now and then. But, no. like, don't drop a rumor that's like, you know, they could be removing Fantasmic or something because that's ridiculous. I agree. But it gets, but you know, and the only thing I can figure is that you must get a ton of like ad revenue or something from the clicks. I, it's got to pay for itself because oh, yeah. you're selling yourself out. I don't. And, and I, I, one of the reasons why I follow you all is because you don't do that. I appreciate you it. Know, and we Ricky won't. Doesn't this podcast doesn't 
and, and it never did, and I, I don't think it ever will. But speaking of, where do you go? What are the, the good websites that you enjoy going for a quick fix of, of honest news? I don't go to websites. I just, I go through Twitter and I'll be honest, I follow a lot of these people, but I just don't click on this. I I look at it and I just roll my eyes. I'm just like, that is so stupid. Like, but the thing is like, I want to unfollow. This is my, this is me. This is terrible. I want to unfollow some of these sources, but they're so stupid. I can't unfollow them because like, I don't want to miss out on the stupidity. Like I got to see how stupid of what, because everybody's talking about it. Right. I mean, this we're doing here. I've, I've already unfollowed some of them. But the thing is, like every now and then, something very, very good drops on these websites. Like <laughs> yeah, you almost you. have to be a detective now, right, like to, to go through it and say, "This is this isn't good. This isn't good. I know this is junk. Oh, this could be something." Like you have to be a a Disney super fan to be able to weed through what to to be able to have some of these websites pass the smell test. Oh, Scott, what do you do? Because I know you have you know you have time sometimes to kind of go through the news. What do you look at? Eric, I love this conversation because it's there's it's so true. Like, and there's so many great ones that have just gone so downhill. And even the ones that I really like are doing the same thing because they have to keep the course, right? Or else they're going to lose followers because for whatever reason, this yeah, attracts big clicks, right? Right. They made they made it their business, and okay, yeah. it's your business. It's it's all about the algorithm, mm-hmm. but um, that's that's a problem. It is. So one, I think I'm getting this name right, but I think one that I used to really like, and it's kind of gone downhill because that is the trend, right? You have to, you know, stay, stay up top, but it's called blog Mickey. I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be still like pretty steady from what I can remember. But do you guys this point? I unfollow these and still somehow they still show up in my feed. So I still like see a lot of their stuff from like retweets and other things. So I still like see them which is okay because like I don't have to directly follow them. So I feel like I'm not like encouraging them anymore, but I still kind of get the news every now and then. Okay. Yeah. I just, I like, just like Scott, I follow so many people on Twitter that even if I'm not following somebody, it gets retweeted by somebody and I see it. And I just, I try not to click on anything because I can tell by the headline. I, I I, yeah, I can tell I, by I the headline. Click on them. I can tell by the headline. Nope, you're not getting me, sucker. I guess <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, uh, yeah, you know, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you know, Walt. You know, like this past week, you know, uh, Walt Disney World's moving to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna move. We're gonna move a whole, you right. know, basically a whole so city. That's the, yeah, so that's stupid. the article, and then it'll be like five seconds. I'll tell you who I do like though. It's like, right. I think his name is Scott, like Gustin or Gust something like that. Yes. So Cause I think, I think Disney goes directly to him. I agree. He's I, very reputable. He's always like, he on. doesn't start stuff and no. he's, and he spells it out. Like, yeah, he you does. know, like he, he, he lays like a fair argument. Most yeah, of I agree. The time. So I, I really like him, him too. So he's not out there to, for clicks. And so he actually answers like, questions too, right away. Like if people yeah, have questions, about it, yeah, he does. I, so I like following same. Him. So he's a good follow. I also follow um, who is it? Bio Reconstruct. Yes. Oh, love Bio Reconstruct. Does the aerial shots? It's it's no commentary, just like straight aerial shots and excellent shots of construction updates and things like that. And it's very straightforward. So I, I do appreciate what that guy does. Yeah. Or girl. Whenever I'm in Central Florida and I see a helicopter go by, <laughs> whenever I'm in Central Florida, I see a helicopter go by, I always wonder if it's bio. No, I think there. he has a drone. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, it could but, be. A dr- it's probably a drone. Well, and by the way, we're thinking of him because he's going through a lot of health issues right now. He's in the hospital, yes, so uh, sure. you know, oh, definitely. Really? Yeah, definitely I thinking of bio. Yeah. yeah, definitely. He's yeah. Uh, he's fighting yeah. some bio things, listens, but. which. I love what I also love about bioconstructors, how like low key they seem like, right. There's never been a thought. You don't know. Who no, they seriously. Are, like I didn't like know a hundred percent. Yeah. Until this happened. Yeah. Right. So who knows? Maybe bio listens to the podcast. I doubt know. it. I doubt it. But I mean, still, if he, if it gets back to him, we're thinking of him. I've been, you know, cause he, he, he adds a lot to the Disney community. Yeah. Well, Eric, thanks for the call. Great conversation. We appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Take care guys. Hang in there. Yeah. School's almost out. Well, not for you guys on the East Coast. Oh, you guys got forever. We we go we go a little bit further. I'm out <laughs> on June 19th. Oh man, we get out here like May 20th. Yeah, you could, I, I I know, but I guess the good news about that is I get my uh, February break, and a lot of you folks don't. That's true. So state testing starts tomorrow. Here. State state testing starts tomorrow. Here yep. we call it the happiest time of the year. Yeah, well, we'll see. Okay. I, I, I don't care because I'm not doing it anymore. Take so care. who cares? Right, see, see you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye.
All right. That's so funny. Also, does Mallory do like the PSAT then? Does she start that like as a freshman or? Uh, I don't know. She's, she is taking her state testing though. Cause if she gets proficient or advanced, she doesn't have to take some final. So that's all I know. Cause like Emily's been doing her PSAT since like eighth grade. And then next year as a junior, she'll finally get to take the real thing. Yeah. So I'll be glad. That oh no, we don't take the SAT here. We take the ACT. Oh, okay. I wondered about, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's ACT the, here. Uh, SAT. Yeah. That's, okay. Anyway, it sounds like something just broke in our next caller's uh, house, but uh, hey, who's joining us? Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Sarah. I'm calling you from Walt Disney World. Oh, okay. Well, at least it wasn't your house that broke there. It was just something <laughs> at Walt Disney World. No, no. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, just walking through a very busy lobby. How how are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. Scotty G's here with us. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, this is um we emailed earlier today. This is Sarah who's normally in South Korea. That's right. And you're sh- shades of green yeah, right now, me. correct? <laughs> yes, that's me. So, so awesome. this is so cool. I've always listened to your show and mean to call in and it finally worked out. Yep, at Shades of Green and Yep, having a good Disney World week. That is awesome. So, so get, real quick, because I know you want to share your story about your COVID kind of rescheduled trip, but h- give us a couple highlights from this trip. What's going on? It sounds like you're running. You're like you're you're making well, a dash to the to the Grand Floridian oh, to get she's, something to eat. She's having a Polynesian I, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there earlier today. While I was dashing through the lobby, the Shades lobby is super loud, and now I'm out on the on the kind of their patio, which is much calmer. It is. So not- you got the chaos of the people coming back from the park. It's nice because we play we play golf over there, and I love that place is beautiful because I'd never been over that way. It's I, a beautiful, oh. it's a beautiful spot. It's it's a it beautiful is. location. Great pools, good spot. It's I always say it's a deluxe location, moderate amenities on on a value price. Hey, that's a good way to put it. I like that. I'm stealing that, Sarah. I got that. I'm writing that. There. So, yeah. Yeah. I recorded it. I recorded it. I'm going to go back and uh, let's see about 30 minutes and uh, pop that up. Okay, cool. So how's it going? Cool. What's what's going on I down there? It. I, I think it's an accurate description. It's absolutely um, accurate. So my story is the day that, that COVID shut the place down. Okay, go, go for it. Tell um, us. I was here with my um, other extended family, with my brother and sister-in-law and their kids. And we were at Beaches and Cream having a last meal. And I took my daughter and then the youngest of the cousins with my sister-in-law home for naps to the hotel we were staying at. And we left my brother-in-law and his two kids who were 11 and 13 at the time. And we're like, they're closing the place at 5. They've been very clear. This place is shutting down at 5 o'clock. Everyone's out 5 o'clock. And... So they come home at like 4.30 with bags and bags of, of Disney souvenirs. Bags and bags of stuff. Really? And we're like, this is interesting because we kind of made a deal not to spend a fortune on this trip considering that we weren't actually going to get to go on the trip at all. Um, we're like, you know, maybe a plushie, this or that. And so they told us after lunch, they went to the arcade, which was free. They yep. weren't charging for any of the games. And they played games for an hour. And then they went to the gift store at about 3.30. And they're walking around the gift store. And Disney staff keep coming up to my brother-in-law and saying, where are you going tonight? And he said, well, I'm from Minnesota. And I'm going back to my hotel. And he made it clear that he wasn't staying at Beach Club. And so they went away. And then they came back a little later. And they're like, oh, you know, we're, sir, we're, we're really trying to, to close up. And he said, oh, okay, well, my kids are shopping. We're just trying to finish up. But, like, they're just browsing and we thought you weren't closed until five and like, well, well we're really trying to get people out of here. It's about the third time they came up to my brother-in-law. They told him anything you want is yours. Anything your kids touch, you can take it for free. Shut up. But I'm staying, I'm staying until closing at every store from now wow. on. <laughs> they were, they were escorted off property by, by security so that they made sure my brother-in-law found his car. Um, he, cause, cause like, yeah, it's so nice. They, they were so worried about me finding my car. And I'm like, yes, Lars, cause they thought you were going to try to camp out there. <laughs> but, no um, yeah, they, they, they let them raid the store. They came out with bags and bags of souvenirs. So no, wait, you know, and they're it, like, it, we're really sorry about this whole thing, but it's all, you know, you can just take it and go please. So, so for context, this was the day that the, the property shut down for COVID. This was the day the, the, the resort shut down. The resorts. Yeah, I the, forgot because it was different. Had, yeah. Had, had, had been closed for a week. Yeah. And so, oh. you know, all of the resort guests, they were trying to get out and they'd finally gotten everyone. I mean, it was a really 
kind of creepy time to be here. The Disney staff did the absolute best they could to make people happy, but it was kind of a sad time to be around. But, yeah, I mean, that they really went the extra mile because they see this guy and his two kids, and they're telling him, oh, we, we at mid-air, they, park, they closed the parks, and now we're here. We don't get to do anything. And they're like, you can take it all, but you got to go. Yeah, Will, so. William, William <laughs> who's nice. tuned in, he's tuned in from Oregon. He said, wow, that's crazy. And I 100% agree with his thoughts. <laughs> Um, because we talk about Disney only <laughs> gives you like I, toilet I, I, paper for free and you just got to raid the store, which that's like a, that's like a, yeah. um, like, you know, eighties kids uh, game show prize, you know, like on double dare or something. That's, that's pretty sweet. Could you imagine if they had like the yeah. eBay resellers in there? Oh my that God. After- that's an eBay resellers dream. <laughs> I don't even care if it's my size. I'm taking it. Yeah. No, that's, I, I hadn't even thought of that, but you're totally right. They're lucky. It was just my brother-in-law and some kids because. You know, they kept it all, and they didn't really understand it at the time. We only explained it to them, like, a few months ago, that, no, like, all that stuff was free. <laughs> that's that's why your brother lets you buy all those, you know, swords and all, all you know, the crazy toys, which parents never actually want to buy their children. But, the problem is, the kids, yeah, when well, they go I'm, back next time, they're going to expect, like, I want that. I'm going to touch this and this. My kids are like, what? Yeah. Isn't this how Disney works? Like, I'm going to go into this yeah. store, and this is going to be magic. That's, I'm just going to get That's the magic of it, right? You just touch something, you get it. Yeah. Well, look, luckily, they were happy the next time they came back to actually go in a park. So, you know, we were able to smooth it over. Yeah, they were no just happy to be able to ride, ride, ride a ride next time, but. But, but it, yeah, that's my crazy COVID story that I've been waiting for two years to find a time to call in and tell you. Oh man, it was worth the wait. That's that's nuts. I mean, it tells you though how serious <laughs> Disney was taking it, right? I mean, they were like, look, basically, I mean, here's what they were thinking. Just take everything, just get out. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. That's what they're they, thinking. They were real like, uh, I mean, that that whole week, because we were up here that whole week. We still took the kids and did the resorts and we went to all the restaurants and all that and you just heard things like security guards talking to each other, like check, you know, check the bathrooms, make sure no one's trying to camp out, because they really thought people were were going to try to go to Discovery Island and camp out behind the park and try to get in once everything closed. I remember that there was discussion yeah, it, of that. Yeah, yeah, there were. There, I, I heard was, people were trying to do that. It was intense. That's crazy. Oh, that was such a. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, it seems like it was like forever ago. That was only three years. Like three years ago, right now, everything was closed. I know. It was April. It's really strange thinking about it, just standing here and looking out at it, and like, yeah, this was. It it feels like forever ago, and at the same time, not so far. I know. Let's hope we never have to go back to that again. That was nuts. But it ain't worked out for you. Me either. Crazy times. Well, (laughs) I'm happy I got to share my story. As I said, I'm like, I I I need to find a time when I'm in the states and can actually call in because I thought it was worth worth telling on the show absolutely and hey it's awesome we appreciate you listening over in south korea that is amazing that is so cool and uh thank you and your family for your sacrifices and your service it means a lot to my family and i'm sure scott's as well absolutely oh you're welcome you're welcome so where are you guys and real quick where you guys you, so much where you, you really do brighten our week we, that means a ton thank you so much where are you guys headed tonight though real quick what, what's on the plans for tonight um, you guys are at walt disney World. well we actually had we uh, we had dinner at boat rights at at port orleans nice we we just had dinner over there um debating uh, trying to go over to the poly to watch the electrical water pageant but we have magic kingdom first thing in the morning so we might be turning in a little early Ooh, that's a tough no. call because it's late that is late so i'm I, i'm a, I, I go to bed early so i'm with you man I, even though the electrical water pageant's awesome i go to bed yeah early. yeah so uh, we'll stay see. up for the pageant yeah. The group might split Tough up. Call. There might be some of us staying here and some of us go go into the pageant. Now, as much as I want to go see the water, I'm probably going to be part of the stay here and go to bed group. Okay. And, you see, you're you're the reasonable, smart person because you know you got to get your <laughs> shut eye. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to suffer in the morning. But, over you know, over shades of green. They, do they shades of green? Do they do the like in the morning, like at five, so everybody gets up and oh. rolling? <laughs> No, that that happens on the military base where I live, but no, it's not happening here. But, That'd be terrible if they did that on I your live, vacation. That happens at seven a.m. <laughs> probably bring back some rough memories if that happened. I feel like I think it's wise they don't. That'd yeah, I mean everyone here's on holiday, so they probably don't want to hear yeah, that. Yeah, that's in probably not good on their vacation. That's probably. Not. Oh, hey, thank you so much for calling. It means so much. And again, you guys stay safe. Thanks for all you do, and have a blast out at Walt Disney World. 
thank you so much. We right. will. Have we'll a see good you time. later. All right. Bye-bye. How cool is that? I mean, dude, yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So William just said something in the chat that made me, I was talking about this earlier today with my wife and daughter, actually. So he talked about rock and roller coaster, how he wrote it five times in a row in summer of 2020, which is crazy. Cause you were there too, Mike, like uh -huh. we were able to do so much stuff. And like, even like, even with the short now, we're able to get so much stuff done, but speaking of rock and roller coaster so that's down right now for refurb have they said what they're doing with it do you know they have not it, well <laughs> again here we go back to the blogs oh yeah i know right again i just read the headline i did not read the article but the headline said that it's going to reopen in early july with no changes so <laughs> I, yeah. who knows like so i wonder I, if they're making like because i think of like this is what I kind of hope they're doing. I mean, if they change, want to change the theme, that's fine. But I think they would announce if they were changing the yeah, theme. Yeah, they would have announced know? it by now. Yeah. But when you ride Guardians, like the audio is like so good in Guardians. Like you can really hear it and loud. And then when you ride Rock and Roller Coaster, it's really, it's really faint. Like you can't hear the the audio very well when, when you're on Rock and Roller Coaster versus Guardians of the Galaxy. So I wonder if it's like an audio fixture, which would be awesome, which I don't think would take very long to do. But hopefully that's something they're doing with whatever it is. Well, I mean, to the time, I don't know, like I, I get like rock and roller coasters, an iconic attraction at this point, but the band isn't iconic anymore. I, I understand it's going to be a lot of money to ref, you know, to retrofit that thing to a different band yeah. or a different theme. But I mean, my God, like Mallory doesn't know who are like, I mean, I bet you that I bet you your daughter does. I bet you Emily knows Aerosmith because she does. she's yeah. more into that. But I mean, Mallory wouldn't know one Aerosmith song. I promise you that. <laughs> And I bet you most kids don't like that are in high school right now. Maybe. <laughs> wait, wait. I heard it's being themed to rock and roller coaster featuring Nickelback. I mean, yeah, no one's going to go to Hollywood studios anymore. If that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, they just, they need it back open though. Just as a roller coaster. Yeah. Like, you know, I that's know. the whole thing. It doesn't need IP. It's a good roller coaster. Just, you know, blast some rock music. It doesn't matter. Have to be, right. it's fine. How it is. I, I, it's a great ride. Yeah. Like but, I don't, I mean, I'm not, it's just, I, it's I always, it it. it's just awful after like riding guardians. Like you, cause you can like, I can barely hear That's the true. audio anymore. Now it's just like, it's a weird roller coaster with neon and it's really quick. Like, I don't know, like the audio, like hearing that is what kind of made it in a way outside of the launch. Yeah. So I would yeah. hope they would fix something with that. It seems like it's an easy fix cause it works so well with guardians. That's true. Now, I don't know. So did you see, um, I believe it was yesterday. Now again, the crowds are down except for the cheerleaders cause summit, it's been cheerleader city for the last two weeks because worlds were there last weekend. This past this weekend is, is wrapping up right now was summit. Um, but I saw yesterday that guardians and Tron had the virtual queue open past 3 PM. Can you imagine? What? I know for the one, for the one o'clock drop. Wow. That's, that's See, and that's how it should be though. Right? Like I, I saw that and I'm like, Oh, that's crazy. But then I'm thinking, Honestly, that's how it should be. So you're not like, you know, so it's not gone in three seconds because that's we're, we're trained to think that's how it works. So that so this is crazy to us when it works that way. Uh Oh, I think we got a crying person. Hey, who's um, joining us? We're making people cry. What's going on? This is yeah, this is Rob. Uh, Rob Z just down the road, Mike in uh, Moscow Mills. Oh, my gosh. That's where my in-laws live. They're up in Moscow Mills. Oh, it's a great part of the country. Now I just want to call in on Sunday and Tell you about a recent trip in the uh, refurbished Pirates of the Caribbean or the old Pirates room in Caribbean Beach. And we got to stay in the uh, Little Mermaid room. Shut That's up. The, those things, uh, those things look great. Yeah, that. tell us about that. That's awesome. So, yeah, I remember looking in. Uh, my in-laws were staying at Riviera and we were just coming down for the Tron preview and uh, thought it'd be pretty awesome. Just stay right there next to them. So last minute we got a... Uh, Got two nights in Caribbean Beach, and oh, I think it's I think it's Trinidad. Yep, yep. It's the furthest away, and I remember looking at it, saying like, "Who would want to stay here?" And we originally had in like Aruba, right next to Riviera, and I just saw that they had the new refurbished Little Mermaid room, and so I'm like, "Well, heck, let me let me try that." And uh, so that's that's the place to stay now in Trinidad. It's it's just a clean look. You know, I've, I've stayed at Caribbean beach before and I wasn't a big fan, but these, these new rooms, man, they are, I, I could stay, stay a whole week in there. It's just clean, a lot more space. Uh, they did a heck of a job on it. That's good to hear. And there, so if I'm not wrong, cause I was just down a few weeks ago for the, uh, the race and I took a, I took a bus back to Caribbean beach because, 
it was pouring and the Skyliner was shut down. And I just, I was not waiting in that line of pop century to get back from Epcot. So I just jumped on the first bus I could. I think I got on the Riviera bus. It went through Caribbean beach. I got off there. It looked like they're still working in that section. So I don't think they're all done. Is that correct? Like out in the parking lot, I still saw some like containers and stuff. I don't think they finished the entire thing, but it sounds like they have some of the rooms done. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't tell you if they were all done, but the ones we were in, they were they were definitely the refurb ones. And you know, the the cool thing about that area too is they've got that little bar there next to the pool, so you don't have to go up to the main lobby to get a snack. Uh, right, the, the hand of banana food, or too. something you know, you like come that. Back yeah. and, no, there's there's like a there, oh. so there's so there's like a little extension bar, Scott. It's on the other side of the road. It's on the side with those pirate rooms over by Trinidad. Oh, really? It's called. Um, it's on the app. It's a it's a counter. It's 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 listed as a counter service restaurant. It's like it's not Scuttles. It's um, oh shoot, because I was tempted to go by there and grab yeah, something. They I, they don't have a lot of food, but they have like a couple burgers, a couple sandwiches. I mean, they don't have a lot, but they have something. Yeah. When it's, it's 9 o'clock, me and my daughter, you know, uh, we went down there. I went a uh, day before my wife and the rest of the family came, and we got we went and closed down uh, old doggone Hollywood Studios and got off the Skyliner, did a mobile, mobile order, and it was ready for us at 9.55, picked it up, went back up to the room. I, it, was, it was nice. You know, it's chicken strips and fries, just your basics. Yeah. But uh, for, a, for a four-year-old, and it, it's all you need. It was, it was pretty doggone neat. Right. It reminds me of like that, uh, the, the pool bar at Coronado Springs, basically kind of the same menu, just a few things, but it's like something the kids would like, like I said, like chicken yeah. tenders and burgers, like a wrap, a couple of sandwiches. What's the name of that place? Drive me nuts. I got to find it here. Hang My on. I'll find sounds it. right. Hang yeah, on. I'm, like find it. I'm looking at it right now on the app. Cause it's driving me nuts. Let's see Caribbean beach. Yeah. Mobile. It's uh, I learned well, something today. I did not know that was a thing. That's it's awesome. the spy spyglass grill. Yeah, Spy that's Spyglass. It, it was nice, man. Got, it's got all you need, and uh, it's got a Cuban well, sandwich. Isn't bad. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it had good food. Yeah, and uh, it seems like every time we get off the Skyliner, and I I hit mobile order, say I'm here. And by the time I got there, it was my food was ready. So you can't, you couldn't beat it. Nice. So that you said you stayed at the Riv too? No, my in-laws. Oh, uh, they did stayed there and uh you know they loved it but i'll, I'll tell you for about a, a quarter of the price i stayed in a brand new referred <laughs> that's true uh I, i'm calling it a win that you know? no i'm with you you know me man i would call that a win as well <laughs> and, uh, yeah yeah and it's got the murphy bed so that's that's the cool thing is you've got so much more space uh and then and then the regular queen size bed is listed you can slide your luggage under uh, mm-hmm. I just, I can't say enough. I was never a big fan of the uh, Caribbean beach, but now, man, it is, if you get in those referred rooms, that is with that fifth sleeper, it is the place to be for a moderate. I, I'd say, I think I'd stay there before any, especially with the Skyliner. Yeah. Caribbean beach is hot because of this, because that's a Skyliner hub, right? You don't have to take the extra jump, like pop and art from Caribbean yeah. beach. And here's the thing. Disney's loving you saying that about these rooms because of the rooms at Caribbean beach, this is why the pirate rooms were themed because they're a little bit more remote from the main areas of the resort, like the feature pool and the center town market and all that stuff. They have to have a, they have to have a gimmick and it sounds like these are going to be the best rooms at the resort. And so is it worth it to walk a few extra steps up to the main area? Cause actually these are closest to the Skyliner. I mean, those in Jamaica, are going to be closest to the Skyliner. Yeah. So that's a plus. The only time you're going to walk extra is when you're going down to the, like the, you know, the food court and the main feature pool and stuff. So that, that's good to hear. I would love for it to hit the whole resort though. Yeah. Because those rooms need some love. They do that need some love. I'm you. with you. I'm with you. They could use some, cause I mean, they like they, all the things he said, they need the Murphy bed. They need the underbed yeah, storage. And exactly. Stuff like and that. I love the resort. It's, it's very close to my heart is where our first day was in Jamaica in 2011. So like, I love being at Caribbean beach because it makes you think of that first trip, but man, do those rooms need some, some love, but that's awesome that like the pirate, the old pirate area is hitting it with a home run here. Yeah. Thanks for the review there, Rob. That's that is awesome. cool. I yeah, saw it. No, it, yeah. It, it was awesome. Then we got to see the uh, Tron preview. I don't know if you, either of y'all have got to ride Tron yet. Uh, and it was, it, it was nice. You know, I don't know if I'd, if I'd wait uh, three hours for it, 
but uh, my son's in the background saying it was short. But it, it the ride did seem a little short, but it was it was pretty cool though. It was you just know, definitely some excitement there at uh, at Magic Kingdom. Tell your son it was the right distance. It was the right length for me because I'm old. Like I was like, this is awesome, and I'm glad it's over because again. <laughs> I'm getting old. Now, if I was your son's age, I'd be like, bring it on. Let's make this thing go from here to the studios. But yeah, it, it, no, it was a fun ride. I, I I agree with you. I don't, yeah, it, it, it's hard. I don't know. The, the visuals in it are stunning. It's amazing. And the fact that you're riding like on a motorcycle, that is wild. I, I just remember I was sitting on there. I was like, yeah. are we really doing it? Like sitting like this? And then pew, we were out of there. I was like, I guess we are. <laughs> so it was, it was crazy. Yeah, but, you know, you I didn't don't. think about it until we blasted off. Like, you is this right? Bet. Go ahead. You know, when you say that getting old, heck, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, and I still wasn't that terribly comfortable. I'm like, yeah, another two minutes on here. I'm just pretty doggone sore getting off. But it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so, it it yeah. was fun. I just, uh, maybe a little bit longer would be nice. But, but like you said, but getting old, maybe it was the right length. I'm saying. I mean, late 40s, and I got busted for having a fanny pack on. I should be in, like, AARP already. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just get just get me yeah. a walker and i'm set you know it's like i was almost there it was terrible anyway well, hey hey yeah, keep it, it we appreciate you listening over in lincoln county that's awesome man you have to i'm out there quite frequently actually well well awesome mike thank you scotty thank you mike hey uh, you take care good, good talking with you give, give us a call again we'd love to talk to you Bye. all right take it sounds good Bye. love love hearing that recap on the old pirate rooms um I remember when Disney, like the parts blog announced like the, the, the concept for that theme. Like I was like, this is awesome. But like, it makes sense in the pirates room, as you were saying, like, they're, cause they're out in the middle of nowhere. They have to have those, a rooms are, those rooms are bad. <laughs> they really yeah. were. Yeah. The pirate rooms were like, they were themed. Awesome. Like they looked yeah. great. Like they showed great on the website, but yeah. dude, I stayed in one of those rooms for my first marathon in 2015, my first full Cause like, I thought, you know, cause it was, I thought it was an upgrade, right? Cause it was yeah. kind of like, it was like the, it kind of was, yeah. Like the mattresses were like paper thin I know. and, and yeah, the beds yeah. were doubles. The beds weren't even Queens. The beds, I mean, yeah. they look like a pirate ship, but they were like as skinny as a, I don't know, a canoe. I mean, it, it, they, they looked, they, they did a good job. Like on, on pictures, they look great. But when you're in them, they were not great. <laughs> So oh, I believe it. I can think of another room that, that reminds me of. I won't say what it is, but <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, Hey, how about this? I, I saw this article on the mouseforless.com speaking of reputable news sites. And I thought you'd get a kick out of this. So <clears throat> pickleball is coming to Walt Disney world resorts. Now I, I have not what? played pickleball, but I want to play pickleball. Cause I feel like I'm the only person in the world that has not played pickleball. Cause I don't have anybody so to play I haven't with either. This is a daily conversation with me and my brother. Like we're like, you know, we're getting kind of older. We're not in the best shape as we used to be when we used because me and my brother would play all sports. Like we were so competitive with each other. He was like, dude, we need to take a pickleball Same. and start playing I, that. So exactly. it's on my list, man. Well, I knew Wade would be playing pickleball. Here he is. I I oh, knew yeah, he you, yeah, he does all the cool yeah. stuff. Like yeah. I, I gotta have people to play with. I mean, I keep getting this thing in the mail, like St. Peter's has like a beginning, and I don't want to do this like learn to play pickleball thing. Like I was a PE major. Yeah. I used to play pickleball like 20 years ago before pickleball. I it was even called pickleball. My buddy was a PE teacher. We'd play this in his gym, in his elementary school gym at night. We'd just mess around and play pickleball all the time. And I was like, I had never heard of this game and like didn't hear about it for 10 years. And then it became popular, like in the last few. Anyway, they're bringing pickleball to these resorts. If you're a pickleballer, you can now play pickleball at Yacht Club, Bay Lake Tower, Kidani Village over at Animal Kingdom Lodge in Old Key West. And it, so what's happening with the tennis courts? I wonder that they're turning them into pickleball courts is what they're doing. Is that what they're doing? They're restriping yeah. them is what they're doing. They're, so they're, they're okay. taking them and they're, so a pickleball court is significantly smaller than a tennis court. So from the yeah. picture, you can see like, instead of the white lines inside the white lines, they have like little green lines for the, uh, it's, it's like a, like a, like in a gym where you have like a volleyball court inside a basketball court kind of thing. Just multiple yeah. lines. But here's so I run, I run those resorts all the time, right? Like for like in the morning or even like later in the evening. So I run by those tennis courts a lot. I've stayed on those tennis courts so many times at Okie West. I've never seen anyone playing tennis. I've seen like once or twice. Yeah. So I hope the pickleball interest will be good. You know, I think it will. That'd be awesome. I think it will because it's trendy in here. And here's, here's another reason why is because here's the kicker. You don't have to bring 
your pickleball racket or anything. They will give you complimentary equipment. They'll give you pickleballs and paddles. So you can just get it. We got to put, we got to, we are going to play pickleball while we're down there. We're going to form a team. And I I don't want to take on Wade because he's got a lot more experience than us. But like, I would take him on. Two on one, me and you against Wade. Yeah, is is that a thing? Or we take someone from his family, like it's I get Shelly versus you and Wade or something. I I need Hugh. I need Hugh, dude. That guy's got a wingspan, man. He could cover the whole court. Okay, well, you two are the same height, so that's kind of (laughs) unfair. I don't care if it's unfair. My advantage. My advantage. Um, I'm gonna learn, so I'm gonna pick it up in the next couple months, so that when we're down there this summer, we're gonna play a pickleball game. It they're is gonna tie it into like some gambling, you know. There's like there's like street money like on the pickleball court. Okay, hang on. Uh the, the number one pickleball uh player in the state of Nebraska <laughs> is on the line. <laughs> What's up, Wade? What's going on? You guys got me now with pickleball. <laughs> Dude, we we are going for ratings tonight. We're going after that influencer that spent eight hundred dollars on lightsabers. Now we're talking pickleball. We're <laughs> What's yeah. up? I tell you what, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I, I, are they going to charge for pickleball? I, I don't, I don't know if they even charge for tennis because, like you said, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody playing tennis. Uh, no, it's free. Disney World. So. No, it's it's all free. No, it's 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 included with your stay. Oh. But here's the thing: like, I'm surprised I they don't have what? it at um at um at Boardwalk Villas. Like, they have those nice tennis courts there along that little path. I never see anybody. But maybe they need things. to keep some tennis courts for those maybe. That do yeah, play maybe that's kind of a compromise, I guess. But Old Key West, I mean, that, that I have screams seen pickleball. Them put, put pickleball inside a tennis court. So, like you said, Mike, with like a you know volleyball court inside a basketball court, you just there's a lot of wasted space when you do that. Um, but you can't do that. So they they could you know do something, I guess, on some of those courts. That's what it looks like in the picture. I mean, it just looks like they have different color. They have green lines yeah. inside the white lines for a pickleball court. Yeah, I'm I mean, psyched for this because this is something that's been too. on my radar to learn. So now I got even more motivation. Dude, so I can totally. play an application too. <laughs> totally. This, I mean, I am. When I saw this article, I'm like, dude, I've been wanting to play pickleball for like after two a round years. of Lake Buena Vista. You know, we'll play 18 holes. We'll shower up. We'll go to the Crew Cups Lounge, <laughs> grab a little drink or whatever. Then we'll go play some pickleball later that afternoon. I love it. I mean, because so Wade, you play. I mean, is it is it is it terribly physical? Like, do you get tired? Do you sweat? I mean, like how how like aerobic is it? <clears throat> You do. I mean, here's the here's the crazy thing. My mother, about four years, got us into pickleball when she was seventy five. So, and and but you you can be ten or younger and play. You can be eighty. There's ten courts by our house, and it's tough to get on when the weather's really nice. Um, it can be it can be a very nice, easy game. I call it uh, ping pong. Out, uh, you know, expanded. So, but not as big as tennis. So in between, you're using a really hard wiffle ball, and the paddle is like an oversized ping pong paddle. And so, but you can whack it. I mean, the, the professional pickleballers, which sounds some crazy, but that's a thing. No, I've heard um, that, yeah. Are unbelievably, yeah, unbelievably skilled. So we go out and play for an hour, hour and a half, and in the summer, we're dripping sweat. And you burn calories because, but, you know, you can play ping pong and start sweating after, like, you know, 15 minutes of really getting into a ping pong game too. But when you're outside playing pickleball, so you can, you can make it as competitive as you want. But like I said, we'll be playing old family and then we'll look over and there'll be some folks, my mother's age out there playing and they're just having a blast, you know, playing. And then on another course, you got these guys that are just like, whack, 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 you know? So it's, it's all different. It's like golf. You know, you can be very young. You can be very up in age and play golf. And so that's the cool thing about it. Sign me up. What's so, funny, I saw like on TV the yeah. other day, like Andre Agassi and John McEnroe were like playing each other, like in pickleball. I'm like, oh my god, you have these old like tennis pros, like these are old guys now playing pickleball. Like, sign me up, yep. I can do this. Yeah, 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 those guys. And if you have a little bit of tennis swing in, you can you maybe have a little advantage, but you don't have to. You do not have yeah. to be a, a former tennis player or a current tennis player to be able to play pickleball. So, I think it's a great, it, it's, it's great to hear that you know at, at disney i mean because it's a, it can be a family activity like i said you you can play your whole family we go out and play you know the, just us the family sometimes we get friends my brother others to come play with us but yeah just the family go out and play and you know the boys obviously could 
they're good. <laughs> you know, they're, they're young in their twenties. Oh, yeah. yeah. They can whoop me pretty well, <laughs> but, um, you know, but Shelly and I hold our own too. And so we have a good time. So putting it at Walt Disney world. Okay. Maybe. And it's free. It just gives a great, uh, uh something else to do that isn't going to cost you 800. I mean, who's going to buy four lightsabers, but whatever. Pay, like you said, um, $800, go play pickleball for an hour. You have a blast. Right. Good time. And right. you might die in the middle of summer, but you know, there's plenty of it's a fun memory right you, that's something like we're like you want to like get to the magic kingdom like hey kids like it's time to go pack up like no we want to keep playing pickleball that's like a fun that's going to be a, like a memory that's going to happen for a family i promise you right where you oh, know yeah. like, hey we yeah. got to go to epcot like like when you try to get a kid out of the pool sometimes and they're like it's the last thing you expect that they would enjoy on the trip but they do pickleball could be like that next thing and that's gonna be awesome well, too, and I mean, yeah. th- think about the it, tennis it, courts. Play- I mean, they they've sat there underutilized right. for probably at least a decade. Like Scott said, I mean, we've all seen that, right? You've walked past these tennis courts, just empty. And I mean, this oh, yeah. is the hottest game going right now. Use them. It's it's happened a lot of hotels. We were at a hotel in, in Hawaii back in February, and they were tearing up the, the tennis court. I go, oh, look at that tennis court's being torn up. And the time we were there in five days, they transformed it into a pickleball court at the, the Marriott and I'm like, well, there, there you go. Perfect. You know, they actually did the, the lines inside the lines. So you can still play tennis, but now you got pickleball uh, lines inside the tennis court. And I'm like, that's perfect. You know, again, a family could go out there. Tennis is a hard game to play. Yeah, it is. I played tennis in high school Same. as well as baseball. Tennis is a hard game to play. Yeah. So <clears throat> pickleball, yeah. man, it's, it's, a lot easier on your, your body and, you know, but, but double singles pickleball is really tough because you are covering more core, but doubles a blast. What a great, great, great move by Disney world. Somebody had a great idea to do that. I agree. And, and like, so in this article they put out real quick, I just wanted to let you know, so it's gotta be excited for this because they're, you know, they're, they're really focusing on this family kind of fitness things over at art of animation in the lion King area of the resort. They're offering family fitness classes. They're about 25 minutes long they have the dance soundtrack to the Lion King and they have somebody comes out and does like a little fitness class for 25 minutes with families. That's awesome. Over at all star resorts are doing these yep. hidden wellness challenges where there's scavenger hunts around the resort. You get this little, you know, thing at the front desk and you go around to these like, you know, aerobics and kind of all over the resort, find these things. And then here's the other thing. Check this out. Cause Scott, this is your thing. Finally, for those that want to lace up their sneakers, take part in a family fun walk run. These have, these are available at Disney's Yacht Club, Beach Club, and Disney's Boardwalk Resorts. So they're bringing back those, at least this as a walk run. I don't know if it's like official or unofficial, but maybe they're getting back to that, those. We did that one together with, with the Captain Bank had. We did the Crescent Lake one, remember? Right. And, 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 well, you loved them because you did the Polynesian I love, one. I, I you did, did the beignet yeah, one. I mean, maybe they'll yeah. bring those back because those were super popular, too. I, people loved those. I don't yeah, know if they got too yeah. big or what, but I like That's to see That's what I'm this. worried about, too. But, yeah, that would be awesome. Because I think the problem was there are a lot of people that would resort hop then. Like, yeah, we're staying at Yacht Club, then would drive over to Old Key West to do the run. And then it would just get too big, you know, because then you had like non-resort guests, you know, doing it. But True. That, I would love for that to come back. Maybe they could isolate it too if you're staying at that resort, you know? Possibly. I mean, but again, kind of back to what Wade was saying, it, it almost makes Walt Disney World kind of feel like, you know, in the 70s, they called it the Vacation Kingdom. And this takes it back to me to that it's more than just hotels and theme parks and, you know, a place to go right. shopping at Disney Springs, right? You can go play pickleball. I mean, it's not everybody you can play foot golf, you know, besides regular golf. There are options for recreation, which I'm a go big bowling. person for recreation. Yeah, yeah I, this reminds me more of Vacation Kingdom stuff, and I like it. Uh, it, it you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, you've got, you've got golf, foot golf, um, other things you can do, and, and adding pickleball. You know, it, I can imagine going out playing pickleball for an hour, and you go jump in the pool. Right. right, and then right. you may want to go play again. It's it's that fun, and it's that it is it's that hot of a game right now too. And again, everybody can play. You're not going to leave out, you know, the grandparents because they can't play. They can go play. You're not going to leave out the kids because they can't play. They can go play and have a blast. And I tell you, the younger kids, like I said, once they get the hang of it, man, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> tough to play them. I mean, not, uh, but it's a lot of fun. So that's so cool. What a great move. And two things for me, too. One, I'm glad they're not charging for this yet, especially at a $500 a night hotel. You know, you don't need to. This just needs to be an amenity that's, you know, built in like the pool. You know, it's just it's a it's a reason to stay there because they have the the stuff. And I love it for the reason you said, Wade, you might you might introduce a kid to a sport like this 
that they never played and they got to play with grandma or grandpa on vacation or mom or dad or whatever, but they go home and they might find a sport that they like and it might lead them to playing tennis in high school or, you know what I mean? Cause I, you know, I used to be a PE major when I started out before I went into the classroom and it's all about lifetime activities, you know, something a kid can, can find a passion for. And you never know. I mean, on vacation, that's a chance to connect with something. I'll, you know, I, I'm all about these opportunities. Yeah, for sure. So I'm guessing now, let's see, BOGP pickleball team, <laughs> a lizard that might have to be something else, but we can figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> the I'm inaugural saying. team. I'm super competitive, so I'm gonna have to research like the best pickleball paddles uh, after the show, <laughs> like carbon fiber or something. I don't know. You're gonna bring in your own paddles, even though it's provided. Oh, right? oh heck yeah! Do y'all be rolling in with like? I mean, it's, the it's gonna be easier to pack that than your golf clubs, you know. So a lot easier. Now, of course, yeah. you gotta get you gotta get the cool pickleball backpack. Like we've got a pickleball backpack, but you can spend oh. about twelve bucks on a paddle. Or you can spend about two hundred fifty dollars on oh, a dude. paddle. I gotta so have the carbon you gotta fiber. Find, it's like golf clubs. You gotta find your. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's be fun. I want to play see. Some I, I want to see Mike spend two hundred fifty dollars on a pickleball um, dude, paddle. I you don't even know how much. I, you don't. Know, when it comes to sports, the price is no no problem. Like my hockey sticks, I used to spend a ton of money on my hockey sticks, and then I break it the shaft. And it used to make me sad. So here's your new thing. Yeah. You, you took up running because you thought that wouldn't be too I bad. I did. I know. I thought it was so cheap. Some your next thing. <laughs> I got to find somebody to play with. I know. I've, I've been wanting to play forever. Can't you imagine like they start having like Disney sanctioned like tournaments? Oh, you know? good like, lord! The old old Key West Invitational. <laughs> <laughs> like run Disney. You got to sign up for it. Hey man, that's the next step. <laughs> Never, you never know. You you can go spend 50, 60 bucks and get a pretty good pickleball paddle. Like, I, you know, 80 bucks, maybe find one on sale. So you don't have to spend a ton of money, but that's like running shoes, right? You can go spend, find some cheap ones somewhere on sale or the previous year model. Right. Same kind of thing with pickleball paddles and the balls are cheap. I mean, they are, like I said, they're like wiffle balls, but there's different ones for indoor courts. We play indoor sometimes. Then the outdoor is a little bit different, a little more resistance for the wind. Yeah, there's so, pickleballs always up at our lake. I, I don't know why, because we don't have we don't have any courts, but like there's pickleballs up at our lake all the time. Because they're like those yellow, like uh, kind of <laughs> wiffle ball, like hard wiffle balls, kind uh -huh. of a softball size. Yeah, they're just sitting around our lake all the time. Like yep. there's not even a court up here. Like, why are these pickleballs up here? Anyway. But yeah, no, we'll have to play down there sometime. That'd be I'm I'm glad to see they're doing this. That was good news. And it That's doesn't cost eight hundred dollars. And and yeah, exactly. That that whole thing, that whole, I, I'm, uh, I'm totally with you, you know, because again, like, like you guys, I get the people say, ah, oh, you know, you go to Disney World, isn't it expensive? How, how long do you save for? And like, you know what, you, you, you can go have a really nice dinner at California Grill. And yeah, it costs you a lot. But you can also have a lot of fun and going to, you know, uh, Roaring Fork or, or, or somewhere like that and, and have a lot of fun. So you don't have to blow all your money like that. I mean, I, I can go anywhere and spend money. New York, Hawaii, yeah, you can go spend a ton anywhere, uh, including at Disney World, but it's not really realistic. So yeah, she she uh, got what she wanted. Yeah, she got us talking it about anyway. it. And she got everybody talking about it on the internet. So she she got exactly what she was looking for out of that article. But it got just just got me seething. There you Ugh. go. <laughs> I'm such a sucker. Uh, there you go. Anyway, Crazy. Well, hey Wade, well I appreciate you calling in, and uh, you'll have to play pickleball sometime. We're down there. It'd be fun. We'll do it. I'm working on the uh, BOGP uh, name. We'll, we'll let's collaborate on that one. <laughs> yes. Really good one. Yes. Yeah, there's something related to pickles. I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop <laughs> it. We'll work on it. All right, Wade, tell everybody we said hello. That's right. I love it. All right, guys. See I you will later. see you later. you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, what a good show, Scott. It was a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Some really good calls. We got to read, um, you know, we got that great COVID story with the shopping spree and then. Um, Rob had an update on Christian Beach. We talked pickleball. This is a highly entertaining show. That's I right. loved it. We got a little fired up about some social media got, stuff. That always gets everybody up. riled yeah. up. And I got a little red. Yeah. And we got to talk sports a little bit. Yeah, so. I mean, it's really, that's it's a, that's a win. You know, in about an hour, we got all that in. I'll take it. It's a good Sunday night or Thursday. So anyway, we're going to jump out of here. We'll do it again next sat uh, Saturday. Not Saturday. We'll do it next Sunday are we, night. Are we recording on Saturday? No, we are not <laughs> recording on Saturday night. But we will on Sunday night. So join us next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Give us a call. We love talking to you. We can talk about anything that happened throughout the week, throughout, you know, whatever you want to talk about. We love taking your calls. It's so much fun to have you a part of the show. So don't forget our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. You know the deal. Just swing by the website. It's themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Liner, Adventures by Disney trip. 
and just make sure you have the most magical vacation possible at the lowest cost possible as well. So check them out at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you buy stuff online. I know it's kind of boring when you buy sandals. I bought a pair of, so here's the story. I tried to buy a pair of, um, where do they, they, I keep seeing the commercials during my, during baseball. They're, uh, um, I got them on my feet right now. They're, they're a new kind of, sh- they're, um, sketchers. Those ones, they're slip-ons or whatever, the like Snoop Dogg wears, you don't have to tie. Yeah, you just walk that, into. We got my father-in-law some of those for Christmas, <laughs> actually. Because I'm getting old, right? So he I went to buy. Things, though, yeah. yeah, well, I went to buy some on uh, on Amazon. And so, you know, use the link, right? <clears throat> so I bought. I thought I bought the right kind, but I bought like some bootleg ones. But actually the oh, bootleg, because they were only like 28 bucks. So I knew something was up. But the bootleg ones are pretty nice. So I have those and I use those to walk on the treadmill when I'm not running. And now I, I did buy me a real pair of sketchers because I knew I was going to catch it from the girls because I had bootleg sketchers. So I tried to like swap them you out. You catch it from Snoop Dogg. Like Snoop saw you wearing those, man. It's game over. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, this because they didn't come in a sketchers box. I was like, wait a second. And then I looked at them. There was no so sketchers. It was kind of sketchy. That was super super sketchy and I hit the wrong button, but that worked anyway. It's yeah. supposed to be the bell, but yeah, anyway, use the Amazon affiliate link, be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And thanks to our patrons. You guys make all this possible. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. I think I'm going to talk about the relationship between our town and our radio broadcasters this week. Kind of have a conversation about that. So join us over there. We'll have the shows this week. Follow Scott on the uh, social media at Epscott E P S C O T. I'm at be our guest. Mike would love to talk to you this week. And That's about it. We'll uh, be with you this week with the show. So until we talk to you again, for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.